everyone. We're here with Amina from Radius. How are you today, Amina? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Excited to have you on. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Of course. So let's just jump right in. Okay, so tell us about yourself and Radius. Okay, so I am a short-term rental host myself. And in the middle of last year, during kind of the height of the pandemic, my family and I, we had to shut down our space, as did many hosts around the country and around the world. And even when we were feeling like, even when we we're allowed to reopen, we felt like it might not be safe. It gave us an uneasy feeling to have strangers in our space during a pandemic. The whole idea of doing a stranger's laundry, like washing their linens in a pandemic, that was scary. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we started brainstorming, my partner and I, how we might be able to reopen without it feeling unsafe. And one thing that occurred to us was there are all these working professionals just in our neighborhood that are working remotely and working from home and they might have a ton of distractions. Maybe they're starting to experience some burnout because they're in the same four walls all the time. What if we rented out our space, not overnight as a vacation rental, But what if we upgraded the Wi-Fi and put a great workstation in the unit? Could we rent it out by the day instead to just to our neighbors? And we tested it out. And not only did our neighbors love it, but all the hosts that we started talking to about it loved the idea because renting it out by the day is less risky. It's less work. It's no laundry. And it's more responsible guests in your unit. And we just really felt like we were onto something. And that ended up turning into this whole new platform for remote work called Radius. And so for now, you're still renting it out this way? You didn't go back to renting it as a short-term rental? We've been doing what many of our hosts now that have joined the platform are doing. We're basically doing both, which is great because in the summer months, when everybody's traveling for vacation and not really working very hard. It's great to do it as a vacation rental. But in the winter, especially where we live, where it's raining all throughout the winter, it's a great way to supplement your vacation rental income because there's usually a dip in that income. And so now that everyone's back from summer vacation and back to work, office space is in high demand. And so we've been doing it that way, but we've also been doing it from another perspective where, you know, a lot of people book vacation rentals for the weekends, like Friday through Sunday, but maybe not as much through Monday through Thursday. And so myself and a lot of the hosts that are on our platform are doing Monday through Thursday on Radius and accepting working professionals by the day and then doing vacation rentals over the weekend. And it's just a nice way to split the time and also just test it and see what works for us. That's actually a really great idea because I remember when I met you months back, it was just you guys were just doing it on this for the remote workforce. And I like how it's turned into something else. And now you guys are able to split it both ways. I think that's really awesome. So with Radius, and what have you guys seen really with the remote workforce? Oh, goodness. Everything that's happening with what people are calling the future of work, it's evolving so quickly. And it feels like every week there's a new headline and a new type of surprise. But the one thing that seems to be consistent is that working professionals want flexibility. It's not necessarily that they want to work remotely all the time, but they want to have the choice to do it. Whereas their bosses 
and their employers might be feeling differently. And so there seems to be this big chasm between what companies want and what employees want. And I think it's why we're seeing this great resignation or turnover tsunami, whatever you want to call it. People are leaving their jobs in droves and looking for companies that are more flexible that seem to be responding to the needs that people have. So I would say that's the number one thing that people want right now is the flexibility, the freedom to live their lives the way that they want. I personally also, with Guest Hook, I work remotely. And that was one thing I was looking for. When I wanted to switch my careers and um, my new career, I was really looking for a remote job. That's what I was really interested in. And I got it. It is an amazing thing. If you do want to travel, you could take your laptop with you. If, for instance, like I had a power outage a couple weeks ago, I was able to take my laptop out elsewhere and go work elsewhere so I didn't lose a work day. So I think it's, a, it's just a powerful movement and I don't think it's going to stop actually. I don't either. And some people think that once the pandemic is quote over, that everything's going to go back to the way it was. And I really don't think so because over the last year and a half or even more at this point, We've proven that flexibility works. People are productive. People are, in, in fact, maybe putting in more hours at work, which is maybe borderline unhealthy, and maybe we need to address that. <laughs> but we've proven that it works. Mm -hmm. And so companies that are forcing people to come back to the office these days, I think they are going to be losing their talent the most and the quickest because all of those working professionals, all those employees, they have options. They have other companies that they can go to that are offering what they might not be able to find at their current employer. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think that this is going to go anywhere. I think we've mm -hmm. proven that it works. So why would we go back to an old normal that was obsolete? And the other thing I wanted to ask you is why do you think certain places are being rented more often over others. What are you guys seeing? Is it the professional photos? Is it the descriptions? What are you seeing with Radius? Both of, of those two things that you mentioned really matter a lot for different reasons. Picture is worth a thousand words, as they say. And so being able to get a good feeling for the space is super important, whether there's a description or not. And But it's not just about quantity of photos, of course, mm -hmm. that helps, right? Showing different angles of a room and showing different types of amenities, that's great. But also the quality really matters because A, the photos have to be good enough that you can actually tell what you're looking at. That's the bare minimum. But if you are if you go out and you hire a professional photographer or you can take a really good photo yourself, that just shows via your listing that you're the type of host that cares about presentation, that cares about the experience, that cares about the details, and is willing to go to the effort to make the experience great, even if it's just through the listing. But that is a representation of what the experience is going to be like when the guest actually checks in. So I think it matters a lot. But then to your point about the description, that also matters because the photos might not show everything that is relevant. And so you might want to write down what also makes your space unique, what makes it stand out. And especially for working professionals who are looking for a place that is comfortable, that is ergonomic, that has fast Wi-Fi, that has 
either a place for them to work at a desk that is going to be comfortable for eight or more hours in the day or a meeting space that is like the environment is enticing enough to invite maybe some other people to come to. Those are all things that you can outline in your description, but then also show through great photos and really up the ante, I think. And then that also falls into my next question. So when we're thinking about design and amenities, what do you think is most important to have for those remote workers? Or what are those extras we can give them? It's funny because some of the amenities that used to be nice to haves, I think are becoming must haves. Coffee is one of them. Can people get away with not drinking a cup of coffee? I don't know. I, I will get headaches if I don't have my cup of coffee. That might be a must have, especially as we're starting to cater more towards working professionals. Internet is the, the big one, the, mm -hmm. the no brainer on this right. one. And I think that it also depends on the kind of person you're attracting and whether they're there for vacation or they're there truly just for work. Because if somebody is there with their family for a week long vacation, then yeah, internet matters especially if they might have to hop on the occasional work Zoom call or something like that. Yes, internet matters. But if it's something like a radius space that is being booked exclusively for a workday, then the stakes are higher. If the Wi-Fi fails and the people were checking in purely for the use of fast Wi-Fi and getting a really great workday done, then you have to make sure that not only is it fast, but it's also reliable. Between that and having a good workstation, you know, some people are booking short-term rentals for meetings, and then maybe you don't need a desk. But some people are just looking to escape bad work-from-home situations or these four walls that, that I've been in for the last... God knows how long. It's nice to get a change of pace. And so having a really great desk and an ergonomic chair is a really, you know, thoughtful thing to provide. And I think a lot of short-term rental hosts are used to really making the bedroom experience and the common area experience great. And then by the way, there's like a teeny tiny desk in the corner and that's it. I think we need to shift our perspective now that remote workers are going to be traveling way more as the world continues to open up and they're going to be looking for great places to work and not just a by-the-way desk. And then the, I've noticed and I've been reading some things where um, people are also offering like a second monitor, which I think mm -hmm. is awesome. Yes. Or no, I was just going to say, yeah, but if you provide that second monitor... Make sure mm -hmm. to provide the cables, make sure to provide the yeah. dongles, provide information in your listing about what kind of connections are going to be needed on the other hand for people to plug in because technology is different and everybody comes with a different type of laptop, different kind of computer. And so having, it's not enough to just say there's a second monitor there. You got to go a little bit further with that and provide mm -hmm. that granular information too. And then what about the aspects of say the Wi-Fi? there's no Wi-Fi connection or cuts out or something. What about having a personal hotspot that they can jump on? What do you think about that? These days, our phones have the ability to, to plug in to a personal hotspot. I personally use that in more emergency situations where mm -hmm. if I'm in an environment where I was expecting the Wi-Fi to work and it doesn't or it's not fast enough, then connecting to my hotspot is a really great backup option. But not everybody has unlimited plans with that. Mm -hmm. And so it can get expensive. 
And I don't know if everybody knows how to do it either. And so I think that it's on us as hosts to do everything that we can to make sure that the Wi-Fi we're providing and either even having an, an Ethernet option where people can actually plug into an even faster connection. I think that will really go along. That's a good one, the Ethernet. And in your opinion, what is the most important thing or things a vacation rental owner should know or do when they're going to set up a space for a guest who may need to work remotely? I know you touched upon it, the little corner in the desk, and we need to go a little more in depth with that. So what would you really recommend to a vacation rental owner? So we're talking about strictly vacation rental, not necessarily short-term rental that might include um, somebody checking in for various purposes. Okay, let me just clarify. Do you mean a vacationer that needs to work a little bit? Are you talking about a working traveler that is on a business trip that is there for work? I think we can, you could touch on both, I think, because we both, we have that. We have the ones that are, maybe they have to check in from time to time. And then you have the ones that are working for business purposes, or you even have that family, for instance, like in the pandemic, or those people that, for instance, they just want to get away, but they do book a rental for about a month. So they're vacationing or, and they need to work. So for instance, I have my property on the island of Aruba. I have a vacation rental on the island of Aruba. And I did have a client come in that said, we're working the whole entire time, but we're going to be in Aruba the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. So they were working normally, regular hours that they would be working if they were here in the US, but they were abroad. Yeah. And so you need that space to be well-suited for long work days. So the biggest difference between those two examples that the the, tr- the vacationer that has to maybe occasionally check in at work versus the working traveler that is there on a business trip. The folks who are on a business trip, if they're going to be working eight, maybe 10 hours a day in the space, it's got to be better than what they have at home. And many people right now are hunched over their dining room table or goodness, some are even working out of their own bedrooms because they don't have enough room in their living quarters and they've got a family and it's not a mental health issue. It's an ergonomic issue. And so if you're going to be hosting people that are going to be working for extended hours in your space, you got to set it up that way. And I don't think that having a dining room table or a comfortable couch is going to be enough. But it it's up to you as the host also to cater to, to certain types of audiences, right? If you can create a space that is optimized for anything, and it's really up to you as a host to think what kinds of guests do I want in my space? Do I want working professionals or do I want people that just want to relax? Or do I want people that might be doing a little bit of both. But if we try to be everything to everyone, then we end up being, we're diluting ourselves. A little bit of, of, of nothing to no one sort of idea. But you, if you have just a, a vacationing family that has to check in at work once in a while, I don't think it's a really big deal to have to like overhaul your space because all they need is half an hour of fast Wi-Fi then maybe you just make the Wi-Fi the priority and they just do that at the kitchen table and they're done. Makes sense. I had, I don't, personally, I don't, um, I'm not advertising towards the remote worker, but during the pandemic, we saw a lot of that, a lot of that movement of people just coming through and they had the ability to do that. So I think everyone was just taking the advantage and, and 
and traveling and working at the same time. So I think that this yeah. is where it came up. So I think though people like for me, for instance, I guess we should find maybe more like a happy medium where they can be comfortable working full time if they have to, or if they just need that half an hour, then that's Mm -hmm. that too. And that also goes into the professional photos. Do you think we should show a room that does have a really nice or a mediocre working space as well? Mm -hmm. Should we focus on that in our descriptions and our photographs? Yeah. I do think that it's helpful whether that workstation is really stellar and optimized or it's just an afterthought, but it's there. I think it's helpful for guests who are looking for that to have a, an ability to gauge what that experience is going to be like. So that if they're looking for something that's really well optimized and yours happens to be just okay, then I think it's fair to show it in that light and be transparent about what you have and what you don't have so that they can make an informed decision and not be disappointed when they get there and then possibly leave a bad review. Whereas if there's somebody that doesn't really care too much, wants a place that they can work for half an hour once every other day, but that's it, then showing that in your photos, mentioning in your description that you've got the option, it's not a high priority, then that might be great for many people. And when we're, lastly, I wanted to discuss radius. So tell everyone, I don't think we touched upon where radius, where is it located? What is radius up to now? Where do you think, where do you see radius going? So we are currently located on the West Coast in Portland, Oregon, and that's where we're piloting the idea. And so over the summer, we launched and we amassed a good number of hosts and listings and started renting out spaces, not just to individual working professionals, but also signing contracts with companies who recognize that remote work is here to stay, but that not everybody can afford a great work from home setup, that some people have distractions and some people just need an escape. And and also miss each other. We've been working in isolation mm-hmm. for so long, but so many people want to be able to be around their colleagues, but don't necessarily want to commute back to the traditional office. They might just want to be able to walk five minutes down the street to their neighbor's guest house or ADU, an investment property that is optimized as a great workspace, and then meet up with two or three trusted colleagues. And especially now that we're into the fall, Working professionals are back from summer vacation and are back to work. And so we're starting to see an increase in demand. And the timing is perfect, right? Because we're about to get into the holidays and there will probably be a little bit of a spike in vacation rental business over Thanksgiving and Christmas. But as soon as those holidays are over, many uh, short-term rental, specifically vacation rental hosts, experience a dip in the winter in certain geographies, Portland mm-hmm. being one of them. And so it's such good timing that as that dip comes, that's exactly when working professionals are back at work and focusing. That's why the vacation rental business dips is because they're working. And so it seems like it's going to be a really nice ebb and flow that when vacation rentals go down, then office rentals will go up and we might see an opportunity for guests and hosts to meet in the middle 
which is a great way for hosts to even out their revenue over over the years. We're in Portland right now, and soon enough, we'll be expanding to other geographies across the United States and hopefully beyond. This is amazing, and I always think about this when we first met, and it's not something that we've seen before. This is obviously something new and it's out of out something outside of the box so of course we're going we wish you much success with radius and we hope that our talk today is useful for vacation rental owners any property managers any remote workers out there um anything else you want to leave everyone with amina before we go No, this has been great you've asked some really good questions i think that this has been a hard year obviously, for many people, myself included. And it's exciting to me to have the community come together. The fact that you and I are talking right now, hopefully empowering hosts with additional ideas. It, it's just so inspiring to me how the community has come together over the last year and a half. And I really, I thank you for having me and let's keep the conversation going. And if there are any hosts out there that want to continue this conversation Mm -hmm. too, feel free to get in touch and let's be there for each other. Of course. It's awesome. And do you want to let everyone know what the website is that you guys have? Yeah. So you can find us at radius.pro spelled R-A-D-I-O-U-S dot P-R-O. And you can also find me on social media. I'm at Amina Moreau. I'm sure that it'll be in the show notes as well. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening to our show today on Elevate Your Bookings. Bye-bye.